Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Welcome back. How is your day today? <laughs> or your night, depending on when you're listening. Today we are going to be talking about how to handle aggression from your child. But before we get started, I wanted to share a few exciting announcements with you. So first of all, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I've been hitting at it a little bit and shared a little bit more today, but I am completely revamping my one-on-one coaching program. I will still do the six-week coaching um, like outline that I had, which goes through all of the connection-focused strategies that I share on here, on my blog in a more succinct weekly layout, still customizing to what you're going through, but I'm also going to be adding like an a la carte 60-minute power hour coaching call. So this means that you can just sign up for an hour-long session whenever you want. It could be one time, it could be 10 times, it could be one every week for a while, it could be one now and one in three months, just based off of whatever you're finding that you're needing, whenever you're needing it. And we focus on how to help your child through behaviors, how to help you manage your own triggers. This could also involve things like sensory diet because I am a pediatric occupational therapist and there's no way I can separate my lens from these also these connection strategies and um so you're going to get the whole all of it uh, which I'm really excited about because I really love just helping equip parents to see their child in a new way to understand what is actually going on when you're seeing behavior and to realize it's a symptom of something underlying that we need to get to the root cause of and so much of society today so much of the things that we're taught and told to do is just putting a band-aid on and it's not really getting to the cause it's not seeing often the child as an actual individual but trying to manipulate their behavior to get the result that we want but I think it's important to think about are we after just the outside result like looking at your child from the outside do you want to see only the behavior change or you know from the outside or do you want to actually have a transformational change not just you know, because you're implementing certain things, but because they actually have transitioned out of that behavior or learning coping strategies or regulation strategies or whatever the case may be. And I'm just really passionate about it. It fuels my soul to help equip parents and encourage you on the journey because it's hard, it's ever-changing, but these strategies that I teach you never change. So it doesn't matter 
how old your child gets. It doesn't matter what behavior you see. These can be applicable to everything. So you don't have to be getting the next new thing each time you encounter something new. So if that's something you're interested in, stay tuned um, because I'm going to be launching that soon. And then the other thing is, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, I'm going to be doing something a little bit more exciting for those of you that want to opt in and get a little bit more connected. I'm going to be sharing each week um, when the podcast launches. I also send out a newsletter that day, so every Friday. And it's just a good reminder of the podcast. It sends it right into your email so you don't have to click through everything. But I also try to share a little bit of something that I've been working on or thinking about in terms of parenting strategies or whatever the case may be. But I'm also going to start adding in some bonus tips. So this week, like I mentioned, we're talking about aggression. In the newsletter tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing a short little video talking about a bonus tip for you on the topic of aggression. So if you love what you hear and you want to get even a little bit more, head over to um, my newsletter or I guess you could click through on Instagram, but I'll also post the link um, in the show notes and get signed up for that so you can be getting the extra bonus tips, reminders when the podcast launches, and then I'm also going to start doing a little bit of a connection corner. So just a little, I usually try to give an action item for each week, but I'm going to break it down even more and give a little bit of a connection tip for a couple different age, age ranges And just something that you can be easily implementing each week. One thing that you can tangibly do to build connection consistently. Um, So, again, head to the show notes if you want that. And um, I'm excited. If there's anything else that you're really interested in, podcast topics, anything like that, I'd love for you to um, let me know. Okay, before we dive into a few tips that I have for you, I want to explain the process behind the aggression. So if you've listened to any other episodes before, you know that when a child feels disconnected, their brain signals for us or their safe person through that behavior. So once this happens, it means that their limbic system or their emotional control center is frazzled. Their prefrontal cortex is essentially removed from the brain. So this means that they literally can't problem solve, reason, or think logically. So this is also why it doesn't help to try and talk their way out of it in the moment. So if you've ever tried that and you feel like you're talking to a wall, it's because you are. (laughs) It can't get in. Different behaviors can also signal different things. So for example, if your child is really whiny, it could be a signal that your child is needing more of your attention. Aggression is often a signal of fear, or it can also be because it's either something that has been done to them, or they have seen it done in kind of triggering situations. So, you know, for example, if your child is at school and a child takes a toy from another child and that child hits the child, whether that's them and it's happening to them or they're witnessing it, this can become their response because our children are trying to learn regulation and through that process, they are going through a process called co-regulation. So they are adapting the strategies that we are using when our emotions are heightened. So that's why it's the saying like, do what I say, not as I do, doesn't work because it doesn't matter. Your child is picking up on what you are doing. 
So um, I also want to pause here quickly and just ask you a quick question. Have you ever felt so angry that you punched a wall? Or maybe you went the safer route and hit your pillow a few times. I think we often separate ourselves so much from our children, like we're people and they're just like (laughs) these little things that we're controlling and hoping to grow into people someday, but we're not all that different in terms of emotions and actions. Sure, we hopefully have more self-control and impulse control and executive functioning, but in terms of our emotional response, it's very similar. So when we're feeling really anxious or fearful or just really upset, we want to punch a pillow. And sure, maybe we've learned coping strategies instead, but that natural like mammalian response is still there, and that's exactly what's happening with our children. So let's say your child gets extremely frustrated or fear-filled and acts out aggressively. So the first thing that I would recommend you do is if you see it coming, step in and stop it. But do this in the most calm, empathetic way that you are able to. A lot of times when aggression is happening, it's easy to let yourself be triggered and not necessarily like you're going to be aggressive to your kid, but maybe you're a little bit more forceful than you otherwise would be. And it's very important that in these moments you are doing the best that you can to keep yourself calm. And I know this can be really hard. Aggression was a huge trigger for me that I've had to really work through. And I have. you. It can be done. But so first of all, step in and stop it calmly if you can. Because this is especially important because like I said, they're going to do what is done to them or modeled for them. So if you're trying to teach them not to respond aggressively, but you're responding aggressively by, you know, moving them firmer, grabbing their wrist harder... That's not teaching what you are trying to get across. So do your best to block and do it gently. (laughs) The second thing is to listen through the upset. So once you come in and block the hitting, I will also often pair it with, I can't let you hit. I'm not going to let you hit. Something really simple, basic, short. And that can often trigger then the emotional release. So like I mentioned, there's a lot of, whether it's frustration or fear built up in your child that is causing them to act out aggressively. So when you're coming in with connection and lovingly stopping them and saying, I can't let you do this, it will likely become the catalyst to allow them to start pouring out the feelings that are coming out through that aggressive action. And so I would just encourage you to try to listen through that. A lot of times, um, you know, a while back when it first kind of started, I would do that for Miles and he would get the idea. So in future times, when it would come up, I would just have to say it once and then he would, you know, maybe he'd like kick the floor a little bit or something, but it was, he he understood that boundary and um, was able to stop So just continue to stay calm, listen through it, remind if hitting or kicking comes up again, I can't let you do that. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put my hand here to stop you so that you, you know, aren't hurting anyone or to keep you safe or something like that. 
just again, something simple. You don't need to be tacking on and on because kids can't listen in those moments anyways. And then let the emotions come out. The more that you can let come out and sit through it, the less likely that the aggression is going to continue coming out, you know, that that day or in future moments. Now, there's no way to determine how long this is going to happen. For us, it has been a long time, um, but I also think part of that is because we have our own triggers that we need to figure out how to work through, which is impacting it. And just learning these other strategies to help them work through it. But also, aggression is a really hard one to work through. But I want to give you some encouragement that it is possible. We have come out on the other side. And not that it never happens, but is much more, I would say, like age appropriate versus what it was before. So if you're finding yourself in the midst of it and you don't feel like anything's changing, keep working on these steps because it is helping. Sometimes you just can't see a change until it's right there happening. And then the next tip is to add in more connection. So when your child has these deep feelings, they need more connection from you in order to process through them, in order to feel safe and connected so that they're not, their bodies aren't feeling overwhelmed and um, transitioning into that fight, fight, <laughs> fight, flight, or freeze. That is harder to say than you, you'd think um, because that's, that's what happens when they become dysregulated and that limbic system is all frazzled. Okay, so now let's chat about what to do if you are too late because let's be honest, a lot of the time we are probably going to be too late. <laughs> so what I really would encourage you to do, obviously make sure the other child is fine, not hurt, anything like that. But for a split second after the hitting or kicking, whatever it is, takes place, I want you to try and look at the child that did the hitting or kicking or whatever it was. I have never done this and not seen the same thing, which was a look of, oh my, what did I just do? Or like remorse. Children aren't ill intent. I mean, maybe as they get a little bit older, they are, but they aren't born that way. They just are impulsive and that's developmentally appropriate. And so when they're having strong feelings, they cannot control it. And they don't necessarily, it's not like they're thinking, I'm so mad at you, I'm going to hit you. I mean, eventually that might be the case, but usually they're thinking, I'm just so mad and like it happens. And then afterwards, they're thinking, I can't believe I just did that or what I just do. So I would encourage you, if you think of it, right in those moments afterwards, look at the child that did the hitting or whatever it was and just see, because I think sometimes it can really help us as parents to realize that, that it looks like they're trying to hurt the other child or their sibling, but in reality, they don't like it just as much as we don't. And I think seeing that firsthand on their face can be really helpful. And then what I'll do is go, as long as the child is that 
had it inflicted upon them, is okay, I will first go to the child who did the action. And sometimes I say it, sometimes I don't, but I really try to say something like, I'm sorry I didn't get here in time to stop you from hitting your brother, for example. And then I will move to the brother and say, I'm really sorry I didn't get here in time to stop him from hitting you. Are you okay? Because when our child is acting aggressively, they are disconnected. They're feeling a lot of emotions that they cannot control. When we go to the hurt child and we, I mean, let's be honest, when a child is hurting another child, we are usually angry at that child for doing it. We don't want to go over there and try to empathize with their feelings. <laughs> we want to yell or send them to their room or whatever else happens. But in reality, when we are then placing all of our attention on this other child and then shaming the child who did the ag- aggressive act, we are perpetuating that disconnection, which is inflicting additional hurt upon the already sort of hurts that they are trying to release. So I don't say that to like make you feel guilty or anything because I'm not perfect at it by any means. Um, I just want you to understand the process that is happening in your child's brain because from the outside, um, we see something and, you know, we're told things by even well-intent practitioners, therapists, whatever it might be, that isn't aligned with actual child development. And I just, I really, on this podcast, want to give you a clear vision and perspective of what your child is going through so you can better understand and manage the behaviors. Because I think it also helps to keep ourselves from being so triggered or, you know, it's a step. (laughs) So, um, I know it's really hard to do that, but remembering that the child who is doing the hurting isn't truly trying to hurt, they are just hurting themselves, can can be a help. And then the last thing that I want to talk about, now this is something obviously you totally need to decide on, but I personally don't spend much, if any, time talking about hitting after the fact. So I definitely wouldn't do it in the moment because it's not going to be helpful for anyone. You'll probably get more frustrated. Your child is already dysregulated, so it's going to perpetuate that. Some people choose to talk about that in other moments, which you definitely can. I find it's not necessary because I know my child knows that the aggression is wrong. Your child probably knows that. They don't need to, like, so often we want to say, you know, hitting, you know, whatever about hitting, like that's not nice or something, but your child knows that. (laughs) It's just like when you hit the wall and somebody says, well, what'd you hit the wall for? That doesn't make any sense. And you're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, after you've calmed down, you understand why would you hit the wall? It doesn't make any sense. The wall is stronger than your hand. It's just what happens sometimes when our emotions take control. So I that is your call. I am just kind of letting you know from my perspective and and what has been helping us especially I think having a highly sensitive child, he definitely knows for sure that 
that it's not safe, it's not the right response, it's not loving, it's not kind. Um, I don't need to tell him that. And even when I do, it is very um, uncomfortable and you can tell it feels a lot like shaming, which, you know, when you're talking about it, you want to try, if if you choose to talk about it later, you want to try to come at it from a place of just like more of a discussion so they can feel open and learn from the situation versus feeling shame about it. Because again, once they start storing up shame, that is going to perpetuate the cycle of aggression. So, um, I hope that's encouraging. I hope that's helpful. I know it is very hard to manage and it can be especially hard because it can take a long time to resolve, but keep working at it. Pick the things you're going to do and your response and be consistent because that's the most helpful thing. If you want an extra bonus tip, head over to the show notes Subscribe to the newsletter and you will get that in your inbox on Friday when the podcast launches. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.